What's going on, everybody? Devor and G Money. This is the Not for the Bay podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, our Facebook page, the Instagram page, and also our Twitter page. And also, please show your love and please hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely a share. Uh, fire show today, as always. Uh, talking about the 2018 NFL draft class, the quarterback specifically, uh, contract extensions. Uh, do they deserve it or not? Um, we're going to recap also last night's game one of the NBA Finals, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the, the, versus the Phoenix Suns also. Uh, and Banks should be joining us sometime in the near future. But in the meantime, G-Money, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? What's up, everyone out there? What's what's going on in life, man? Like you know, get us hit. We missed you. You missed out on Saturday after uh, the Milwaukee Bucks ended up taking down the Atlanta Hawks in the game seven. Game six, excuse me, game six. Mm-hmm. I well, you know, I'm feeling a little down lately, a little sick, but you know, I'm thugging it out. Um, great show on Saturday. Great show. Great insight. It was uh, very good to watch you guys. You know, Havoc always has something intelligent to say <laughs> oh yeah 1000 percent. i was actually gonna bring that up actually th- this evening uh i thought havoc did an excellent job um breaking down the whole shikari richardson situation um right. as far as legal well, i wouldn't say exactly legalizing marijuana but um just just he just touched it on all bases as far as the Sokari Richardson situation, also along with the NCAA, as far as players being able to uh, make money off their player and likeness sponsorships and stuff like that. So I, I feel like he did a phenomenal job. So um, kudos to Havoc for, you know, that was his thing. That was epic. Yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. That, that was that was freaking epic. Just sitting, sitting back. And re-listening to it, I was like, "Man, that's that 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 should that deserves an award right there." You know, you know, that's how that's what Havoc does, man. He has great insight in a lot of things. He's very, very smart, brother. So yeah, that that was really nice. That was that was good. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. But first things first, man. Uh, game one of the NBA Finals was last night. Uh, what's your thoughts on it so far? Well, actually, first things first. Um, <laughs> After watching game one, let me let me ask you this. Who you think is going to take home the series? I think it's too early to tell because, you know, the Bucks lost game two games to the Nets and still won the series. So I think it's too early to tell. But I will say that pick and roll, they're just abusing Lopez. Every time Lopez switches out, they're just abusing him. Like, that's not working. They need to not switch and to stay on their man. Um, so that that's hurting. I think that the Bucks are playing too slow. I think that the Phoenix Suns are moving. They're moving the ball up, up and down the court. So I think they have the most energy. I, I don't know if the Bucs were tired because they just played a game. I'm not sure, but they look they looked a little off. They gave up a gave up a lot of easy baskets in the paint. And I think they're gonna have to do something with that Lopez pick and roll. Like they're gonna have to stop switching and just trap. I would say if it's Booker, trap him off the pick and roll. Leave whoever he whoever set the pick open. Just leave him open and trap Booker. As far as Chris Paul. Um, I guess you can bank like he's not going to shoot 10 threes in the game. So you can bank on 
going under the screen and just getting back to the man. But that switch that that Milwaukee is doing, and then on top of that, a lot of those switches, DeAndre Aiken was in the paint with uh, CJ, I'm sorry, PJ Tucker guarding him or some other small guy guarding him. So that didn't work. So the Bucks have to get rid of that that switching. You only switch if it's like, um, actually, don't switch at all. I just say if it's Booker, you trap him off the pick and roll and make him pass the ball. Don't make him beat you. Even though Booker wasn't the one that was going off, it was really Chris Paul and Aiken and, and uh, Bridges and what's the other guy's name? Payne was play, you know, playing very good. And they just moved the ball fast, and the Bucks had no – they seemed very lethargic, very just slow. Giannis, Giannis actually did his thing. I mean, you know, 20 and 17, it's just, you know, what you call it? Um, Chris Middleton, again, played horrible, and – and uh, Drew Holiday didn't play well. Giannis did his thing. Giannis, nobody can guard Giannis in the paint. I think he should do that more. Um, he he played as well as he can be, but he can't do it by himself. So I don't want to say the Suns are going to win the series because you don't you don't base it off one game. Each game is his own individual game. I think by game four or five, that's when you'll know who's going to win the series. So game one, that I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not going to say the Suns are going to win the series, but they look like the better team right now. Because I was going to say, sitting down and watching the Milwaukee Bucks last night, they seemed like they had a lot of communicational and chemistry issues last night. Um, And also, when I look at the box score, I feel like, honestly, when you look at the Phoenix Suns, they can't play any better than how they played last night. And I feel like the Bucks can play a whole lot better than how they played last night. Uh, But... Key to this series, honestly, I think it's going to be Brooke Lopez because if he could take DeAndre Ayton out of, out of the paint, as far as on the offensive side of the ball, it leaves it leaves the paint open for Giannis to drive to drive and do his thing. And I'm not, I don't see Jay Crowder being able to stop Giannis in the paint. And all it just nobody, it, no one, yes, no one in the yeah, <laughs> nobody on the set. Well. Maybe DeAndre Ayton could put up a fight as far as being able to be that rim protector, but as long as as long as uh, Brook Lopez is on the floor and being able to spot up that corner three, that he's go- he's going to be a threat. So I feel like he's going definitely going to be the X factor moving forward in, in, in the series. Now, as far as the pick and roll is concerned, no more switching, please. No yeah, more stop the switching because Lopez is getting <laughs> killed, man. They're killing Lopez on the, on the pick and roll. <laughs> now that fadeaway jumper that Devin Booker has. You can't do nothing about that. I feel like that's a shot that you're definitely going to have to take. But as far as Chris Chris Paul is, is concerned, I know Drew Holiday took a lot of heat as far as not being able to guard Chris Chris uh, Chris Paul the whole game. I feel like in game two, he's going to be a little bit more aggressive and, 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 and go right through the screen and be able to do his thing and be able to make a big, huge but, difference but you in know the what? series. Honestly, I don't mean to interrupt. Honestly, I... I don't think it's the issue with guarding Chris Paul. I think he should go at him. Chris Paul, as good as he is, come on, come on, Drew Put Chris Paul in the paint. Let them come with a double team. Get somebody open. Make him play defense. They're not. He not. He's not attacking him offensively. Like he's just, just worry about Chris Paul. That you know that pick and roll and that jump shot off the pick and roll. Okay, great. If you can't stop it, you can't stop it. But make Chris work on the other end. If uh, if, if I'm if I'm Milwaukee. I'm going to make a 36-year-old point guard beat me. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let Booker do nothing. I'm going to double-team Devin Booker off the track, off the pick and roll and let Chris Paul beat me. If Chris Paul can beat me, you deserve that, that championship. You just, that's just real, real quick, though, G-Money, uh, shout-out to Sunset in the chat, by the way. Um, as far as Devin Booker is concerned, he's going to get his buckets regardless. 
we can't control Devin Booker. But when it comes down to Chris Paul and DeAndre Hayden, down. I, nah, you can't slow him down. I'm, I'm cool. I'm content with letting Devin Booker go off and get his 45. Yeah. I'm cool with putting PJ Tucker on him, roughing him up for the whole game. And I be I, I go I go to the middle of the court and shake your hand, saying good game if he had 45, 50 points. But he's not doing that on a consistent basis in, in a seven game series. So that's the least of my problems. It's Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, and I feel like the easier solution <laughs> is DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul. And by the way, we like to welcome in Banks to the party. Y'all talking a bunch What's of up? nonsense. I'm trying not to interrupt. Let y'all get y'all point across. What y'all saying right now is just ridiculous. But <laughs> how is it ridiculous? But but <laughs> it's good conversation. But man, Milwaukee has no no answer right now for what they got going on. They don't have an answer okay. for it. It's one of the most the, the Phoenix Suns. And by the way, thank you to everybody that came by in the chat. We now have access to Facebook. Uh, so if anybody's on Facebook and you guys been commenting in the past, we weren't able to see your comments. We apologize for that. Big shout out to Sunset Immaculate. Thank you for stopping by. But to talk about uh, game one, that's what you guys are talking about, right? That is correct. Okay. Um, it wasn't a too bad of a game for Milwaukee. Like, they didn't play that bad like everybody's making it seem. They they still had it competitive for much of the part of the game until the third quarter came, and then the doors got blown off. Um, and, but then they got back into with the, I think it was like within six or something like that, and the game was even close. And then they got pulled off again. The problem is, it's a similar situation where your players coming off your primary player, your your best goal scorer, for most part is Giannis, even though I don't think he is, but he sets the pace for the most part. He comes back from a really serious injury. He's trying to force himself to play. It was very obvious that at some point, I think the injury started to cause a problem later in the game. That's why he was on fire earlier. Like he was getting to the basket at will because the injury mm-hmm. didn't set in. I think as the game started to progress, he started, if you paid attention, he started to spend less and less more time out on the floor because I think that injury started to like re-aggravate him. So that kind of took away from the pace of, uh, of Milwaukee just a, just a tad bit. I agree with what, you know, like uh, Shannon Sharp and, 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 and especially Skip Bates was saying on the Undisputed uh, show on FS1. Um, Shannon Sharp, I'm mean, not Shannon Sharp, but Skip Bates brought up a good point. Um, Milwaukee seems to be a better team right now when Giannis is not on the floor. That's not to say they can win the series without him because I don't think they can win the series at all if Giannis doesn't play. But it's very obvious that Giannis is dealing with some type of very serious injury and it's bad. But he, he went out there. You got to give him credit for playing through an injury. It, it, it is what it is. But to talk a little bit about the Suns and how the Suns play, the Suns play remarkable. You have to remember, they have three guys counting. If we, And we haven't even counted Bridges in this equation either because he's a big factor in this as well. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, uh, Cameron Johnson. And then you got uh, uh, Payne and those guys. Bro, this team, this Suns team, is really freaking good. I don't think we're giving them as much credit as they deserve. This team is really good. They play good defense mm-hmm. when it's time. They knock down big shots, and when they start running, as we were mentioning in the, in the chat earlier in our in our private chat on Facebook, when those guys start running the floor, they're hard to keep up with, especially when Chris Paul is not on the floor, and they're running. They're they're fast, and they got pull pull up three point shooters that you have to respect them. And the fast break, you have to respect them because they knock down shots. And then you got to remember, 
DeAndre DeAndre um uh, uh, Aiton is just getting whatever he wants down low. All playoffs. It's not just this one game. He's been doing this since the playoffs started. He's just having his way with everybody. He's dunking on people. And then if you try to post him up, he jumps over you because he's so quick and agile. He, he's like a DeAndre Jordan, but younger. Like, bro, I think Milwaukee comes back and make this a series. I think it goes six at the most. But I feel like Phoenix has them dead to rights right now. It's, it's dead to rights. And I, I didn't even talk about Booker yeah. or Chris Paul yet. I didn't even bring those two guys up. Milwaukee I'm, better figure it out. I feel like you're overrating DeAndre Aiden, but no, ahead. he's not. No, 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 no. Don't do that, bro. I just feel don't, like you're overrating one game. You no, I'm over... not overrating one game. I just said before. Just one game. No, I just said before I, I I started my point. I just said that Milwaukee still made it competitive. That's me giving them props. They they still could have won this game. Honestly, they still could have won it, even with Giannis being a hindrance. But you're you're not going to win if you can't stop Chris Paul in the pick and roll. You're you're not going to beat Phoenix. If Chris Paul is out there having his way in the pick and roll, it's not happening. I don't I, care I who you, you have out there. Kind of missing the point. Middleton and Drew Holiday didn't have a good game. If Middleton and Drew Holiday had a good game, and Giannis, as injured as he must, as injured as he was, he still gave you twenty and seventeen. If if they can give you twenty points each and they can play better, but we can Milwaukee's say that a about, better team. We can say that about a lot of people because to be very honest with you, Milwaukee is lucky they didn't get blown out by thirty points last night. Because we can say that. You have a point. You're right about what you're saying. We can say that. But we can also, on the flip side, say that if Phoenix knocks down more of those three-point shots that he took last night, that's a blowout. It's not even close. They didn't even, hit, they didn't even make a lot of their threes last night. They, I, think, I think they shot like less than 30% yesterday, which is unheard of for them because they're one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. And so are the Milwaukee Bucks. It's just, it, just was a bad, it just was a bad game for Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee is going to come out game two and make it far more competitive. I feel like it's probably going to end up going like overtime, maybe because I feel like they're going to play really hard. But if they don't, if they don't stop this pick and roll, they are in trouble, bro. That's 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 the only point I'm making right now. If they don't stop yeah. the pick and roll, they're in trouble. They're in trouble, 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 bro. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. And it's crazy that we're saying that because it's not like the it's not like Milwaukee doesn't have the perimeter defenders to defend anybody. Like, I don't even know why they're switching because you got three of the best wing defenders in the league. You got Drew Holiday, you got Middleton, you got P.J. Tucker, and we didn't even bring up Giannis yet. So I don't even know they why switching. they're switching. They're switching because they don't want to give up a three. But it's like the Phoenix Suns just don't take a three. They take open threes. So it's like don't worry about the three. Stop switching because Lopez cannot guard Chris Paul or Cameron Payne or Booker. Lopez is getting destroyed off that pick and roll. And every time Lopez comes out to, you know, switch – it's either he's getting destroyed or they're giving it to De- DeAndre in the paint. So it's what do you think about this? Not working. What do you think about this? Not only are they and not only are they efficient from the three point line when they're on, you also right. have to remember you got two players on their team that have no problem pulling up in the mid range either. That's another dynamic. You, you can't. When's the last time that we've seen a team shoot the ball effectively from the mid range? You don't see it no more. It's a dying. It's a dying art in the in, in the NBA. Nobody takes mid range shots anymore. It's either you drive to the paint for a pick and roll or you shoot a three. Now right. Phoenix is saying, okay, you want to you want to back off on the pick and roll. You want to go under or you want to go over and you want to give me space to shoot. I'm not gonna take a three. As soon as I get around you, I'm gonna stop and pull up and take the, the mid range shot. And they got two of the best mid range shooters in the game. We all know Chris Paul is deadly efficient 
for mid range. Like that's his that's his game. He can make everything for mid range. And then you throw in you throw in what Devin Booker does. He shoots it at a high clip. Then you got Bridges who bro, it's bro. Bro. It, Milwaukee needs to get it together if they got if they want to have a shot. Because if not, it's it's gonna be exactly Sunset said it what said it best. This it's very reminiscent of the Detroit Pistons in two thousand four, how they're playing offense right now. Where everything on the floor is open, it could be a three-point shot, it could be to the paint, it could be mid-range. It don't matter, but it's just having their way. It's crazy. I, G money, go ahead, man. No, I ain't got nothing more to say. I, I just, I just feel like, like I said earlier, I don't know if Banks heard. I think Milwaukee was playing very lethargic. They didn't have a lot of energy, and I think Middleton and Holiday, they're the key. Giannis is going to do his thing regardless. Regardless if he's not healthy, healthy. Giannis is going to ball out and play his heart out. That's what he's going to do. It's the other two that are important, especially Drew Holiday. If Chris Paul is guarding you, make Chris Paul guard you. Stop worrying about his offense. He's going to score regardless. Make him play defense. Make him make him guard. Whoever Chris Paul is guarding, that person needs to go at him. Get him to get him. Let Chris Paul, a 36-year-old point guard, beat you. Like I said, if, if Booker comes off the pick and roll, trap and double team him. Don't let him score. Let everybody else score. Let Chris Paul beat you. If they, Chris Paul can beat you, shake his hand and say you're the better man. But I'm not letting Booker beat me. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just not. I'd rather let you have Booker had him 50 points than have Chris Paul beat uh, you. Yeah, me too. I'd rather, I'd rather Booker, <laughs> I'd rather Booker nah. than Chris Paul. Nah. It's just, bro, it's just something about a good point guard being on the floor, bro. And when he gets – because you got to remember, every basket that Chris Paul makes for the most part, it gives his team a morale boost. It's like if our mm. main guy who was our leader is making shots, bro, it's going to pump them up. Like it's going to get them – that's they call Chris Paul. Chris Paul's the point guard, bro. There's no way around it. I don't – I would I would do my best to let Devin Booker shoot the ball as many times as he can shoot that bitch. I don't care. Keep shooting. But I ain't letting Chris Paul shoot. Nope. I agree with you on the point of, of Holiday working Chris Paul and making him work on the opposite end. I agree with that. But it's easier said than done, like Sunset said. It's easier said than done, bro. Like this is this is this is a very it's gonna be a very good series. I think this may go six or seven from what I was looking. Uh last thing before we end up moving moving this thing on. Uh as far as Drew Holiday's concerned, I feel like I noticed a big difference without Giannis in game six against the Atlanta Hawks compared to game one last night against the Suns. If it, it seems like Drew Holiday has a hard time finding his way his role in the offense when Giannis is on the floor for some particular mm-hmm. reason. So what would you say, Drew? Uh, G? I, no, I was just saying, I, I don't know why. Like he just has to place the same way. Just be, be aggressive. Don't worry about if Giannis is playing, Giannis not playing. You play your game be aggressive. That's it. But that's the thing. How are you going, how are you going to play your game? Because Giannis gets the ball after the, after the rebound. And he's running the fast break. It's not Drew. Not Holiday. always. Not always. Well, most of the time is is Giannis. And to be honest, I want I want the ball in Giannis's hands on the fast break. Yeah, on the fast break, but but not to set up the offense. If you like, I hate when Middleton just comes up and takes a shot. Like that's the stupidest thing ever. I hate that. Give the ball to Drew. Let Drew set up the offense. Middleton come off a of pick and roll, get a better shot, post up. Drew Holiday, unless it's a fast break, Drew Holiday should be the main ball carrier, not Middleton. Well, it's a big deal when Drew Holiday plays 40 minutes last night, goes 4 for 14 from the field, 0 for 4 from the three-point line, and only scores 10 points. Uh, he had three turnovers. Middleton had five because they were forcing it, trying to get the offense. Right. It, it, 
they got to play better to that point, like Greg said. They got to play better. But, I mean, to say they need to play, to me, to say they need to play better, I feel like we're taking away from what the Suns did. The Suns did exactly what you're supposed to do in, in the game one is you set the tone early. You let the Milwaukee know if you plan on coming in here beating us, you're going to have to earn every single game. That's what I loved about it. They had Everybody was just clicking last night. But that, that's that's my point, though. Even though they didn't play as well, they, they didn't lose by much. So if they play better, I think that Milwaukee is a better team. Milwaukee is a better team. Suns played as great as they can be. Milwaukee didn't. Yeah, Milwaukee is a better team. They, they, they have right. a better team talent-wise. But team-wise, I'm going to get that to the Suns. Talent-wise, like individual players, Milwaukee has better players. Younger, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I mean? But yeah, they, they're, they're not – they're not a better team. The Suns are the best team in basketball this year. I would the say more. Players. They're the more efficient team. I would say the more efficient team. Yeah, honestly, the best, the better team, the best team in basketball, in my opinion, when the playoffs started, was the Clippers. But unfortunately, Kawhi went down. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Sun said in the chat says Suns in five. I'm saying it's going six now. Yeah, I think six. I mean, five is a stretch, bro. I feel like five, that's a gentleman's sweep. Like, that's like. That's disrespectful. Yeah, I think six. I, I think Milwaukee's going to take two games at home. I got Milwaukee in seven. Milwaukee in seven? Seven games? Mm-hmm. I'm yep. taking Milwaukee in six. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give the Phoenix Suns another dub, and then that's it. But I, again, I I'm going back to saying like I feel like the Suns played the best basketball they could possibly play against the Milwaukee Bucks, and the right. Bucks, I felt like they underachieved last night. They can, if we can just get Chris Middleton right, I feel like the, the Bucks they'll they'll blow them out the water. Look, look, look. Let me let me. Let me that, I think that's a very disrespectful comment. So I want to. I just want to elaborate on one point here. Go Listen ahead. to this. Jay Crowder, 0 for five from the three point line. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker, one for eight from the three-point line. Bridges, two for four. Bro, they shot 32% last night. The only reason why Milwaukee was even in the game last night was because they shot 44% from the three-point line. I'm telling you, if the Phoenix Suns knock down the three-point shot, this might be a sweep. Mm-hmm. They struggled big time last night in, in, the, in front of the three-point line. Big time. That's the other thing that I wanted to bring up too, as well, was the fact that they shot a lot of free throws last night too. Was it like twenty-seven free throws they ended up shooting last night in yeah. a, in game one? And he only so, missed one. And he only missed one. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was that was a big that was a big difference maker uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks too last night. They only shot like fourteen free throws last night, so it was a big big difference, big right. difference. But um, we're gonna transition to the NFL. Uh, going into the 2021 season, January 1st, 3rd, excuse me, January 3rd, would make all the 2018 players eligible for a contract extension. Now, there were five quarterbacks selected in the 2018 draft in the first round. That would be Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Josh Allen. Now, when we end up having the discussion about a contract extension between 
Well, right now, it's, it's, it's only three quarterbacks right now that you really can mention as far as mega deals is Lamar Jackson, Mayfield, and, and Allen. We, we talk about big, big numbers. Now, I did want to go over Patrick Mahomes' deal, which was a 10-year, $450 million deal, and Dak Prescott, who just got his deal, was a four-year, $160 million deal. So with these contracts coming down the pike right now, you're looking at them setting the new market where you're looking at possibly over $170 million for a contract extension for these quarterbacks. My first question is, do you think it is worth it for those guys? For who? For the, the, the quarterbacks? Yes. I mean, unfortunately, the, the league, whether we, whether we say it or not, the league is still going to pay these players top dollar because the quarterback position is just one of those positions that everybody prioritizes. They that you got to have a good quarterback, and you're going to pay him like a quarterback, whether he's average or bad. You're, I mean, let's that's not forget Ryan Tunnehill stole some of Derrick Henry's money. But anyway, he got ninety um, million. Don't even yeah, play he, that. he stole Derrick Henry's money. But that's a whole different topic. Yeah, it is a whole different topic. That's a whole different topic. Don't even freaking try. It. <laughs> it's a whole different topic. You know, I'm still very upset about that, but. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys are going to get paid. They're they're going to get paid. It. I feel like it's it's going to get even depending on how well they each do in the playoffs. Because I feel like each one of those teams are in prime position to make a run at the Super Bowl. Believe it or not, the Buffalo Bills are in position to win. They're contenders at Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens are contenders for a Super Bowl. Uh, the 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 Cleveland Browns, for the most part, a lot of people are predicting Cleveland to win a division this year. They're contending for a Super Bowl. So there's a oh, good likelihood. On, on Mike Tomlin's watch? Hey, oh, man, my listen, God. I'm just, telling you, I'm just telling you what they're saying. They're saying we'll that, that the Cleveland we'll, Browns. We'll get to that. They're saying that the Cleveland Browns are the best team. I still think the Cleveland Browns are a joke. But oh. nevertheless, we'll see how the season plays off. What you got for BG? As far as those three specifically, um, yes. Allen, Lamar, and who was the last one? Lamar, they can make sure. Yes. I think Allen should get the contract extension. They're going to get it regardless, just like um, Banks said. But I think Allen deserves it. I think Lamar deserves it. Baker Mayfield, I got to I, I got to see more. I got to see more. Right. I got I to see more. For, yeah, I, I just got to see more. Yeah, but I he's going to get paid regardless, but I got to see more. More production. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see more of it. We already know what Lamar Jackson brings to the table. He's only going to get better. Josh Allen right. is only going to get better. We got, we're got we talking about two of those three guys were up for MVP. So Josh Allen was up for MVP last year, and the year before that, we already know what Lamar Jackson did. So it's on Baker Mayfield to prove himself because we know Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are going to get paid. They're going to get paid. They're just probably still working out the details. That, that contract is probably already done. They're just waiting to make an announcement. That mm-hmm. that's done. That's already Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson's deal are done. They're not worried about it at all. They're going to be probably the two highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. With I think Lamar Jackson is going to be the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. That's just my opinion. I think he's going to get a bigger deal than Mahomes. Because to me, he's more valuable. Uh, that's hard. Yeah, for me. I, I, that's, that's very, hard. very hard for me to give. I can't. I can't give either one want, of these man. guys. Lamar, we know what you're gonna say about Lamar Jackson. So just go ahead and get started, because we know oh, you're gonna start. I, wait, wait, wait. Before, before he before he goes in, I think Mahomes is more important to his team than 
Lamar instead of Ravens. I think if they put another quarterback on the Ravens, they'll just be just as good. Because they have I don't know. With, with Andy Reid being, being the coordinator with offense, uh, I mean, the coach and, and having uh, what's the guy's name as offensive coordinator. I, I mean, I feel like they could just throw any quarterback in with all those weapons and do good. But hey, that's just my thing. Okay, let's 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 go ahead and start start off with Baker Mayfield. Had a got offense got uh got NFL rookie of the year his rookie season, and had a sophomore slump and jumping off of a going to the conference championship last year in 2020. I gotta see Take more from Baker. I'm gonna go ahead and give him another year before I end up making that decision for for Baker Mayfield. That's so, this year then, because yes, okay. So we're gonna have to wait till after the 2021 season. Lamar Jackson. Come on, I, to bro. be Come honest, on. I feel like he's the only one really qualified out of the three to get <gasps> what? the contract extension. What? Yes. Yo, what? This is a first. This is a first. What, what's what's today's date? The seventh. Let me let me explain why. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me explain what? why. Oh my God! I'm shocked. Now, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't touch, I ain't talk about numbers yet because I feel like making him the highest paid NFL quarterback in history, that's craziness to me. Yeah, I don't I agree think, with that. I think he's going to some, be the highest paid quarterback ever. No, nah, I'll explain. I, I'll, I'll get to you, I'll let you go, but I'm going to explain why. But, but probably, hey, it's probably going to end up happening, but. I got I gotta leave him at the hundred and sixty sixty million dollar mark. I can't I can't put him in it because right now we're looking at the two hundred the two hundred million dollar club right now. That's what we're looking at. So I gotta keep I gotta keep Lamar somewhere around 150, 160. I I'll tell you what, since since that mm-hmm. got 160, I'll I'll give I'll give Lamar 165. Just 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 so he's only five million more dollars more valuable than that Prescott, who's not even one of the or gotten even almost close to a Super Bowl. Well, to be honest with you, I feel like Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, as far as dy- as far as dynamic. But I never felt that, that you already knew I never felt that Dak should have got paid that money anyway. So really, my the the amount of dollars that he is receiving really doesn't do it justice. Now to Josh Allen. J- Josh Allen is a big. A roller coaster for me, like. Nah, you gonna hate him, man. I'm not like, like I, 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 I closely evaluated. I closely evaluated Josh Allen, and I feel like Josh Allen. He's got to be one of the luckiest quarterbacks in the world, and I and I want to and I want to take it back to the game against the Rams. Do you remember? I know Banks, you watched this game because you was talking to me on the phone when we was watching this game. I think it was in the fourth quarter. Like they were like. Four, this is last season. This yeah. yeah, 2020. There was like okay. four plays in like the final minute and a half of the game where the Rams should have ended up sealing the deal. There were like two dropped interceptions, and, and then we there was <laughs> especially the, the two dropped interceptions. Like these are like blatant like interceptions that the Rams should have had, and they just couldn't get their hands on it. But Again, kudos to Josh Allen, but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of those plays that go around, and I feel like with Josh Allen, there's a lot of plays that are left on the field. Like there's shallow crosses that are that are being ran, and Josh Allen over throws them by a mile. But I, like just the inconsistencies with Josh Allen is my problem. So I will like I said, all out of all three of those quarterbacks, it's probably going to be Lamar that's going to get paid right now. 
and then Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen, they're going to have to wait until the end of the 2021 season before I end up making my decision if y'all deserve to be in the hundred, the $200 million club. Real quick point, or just real quick point about what you're saying, right? Hmm. So I'm looking at the numbers right now. Guess how many 300-yard games Josh Allen had last year? Nine. Eight. That so out of off. 16, 17 games he played last year, Majority of his games, he had over 300 yards passing. This guy is transcending, bro. He is elevating his game every single year. He's going to get paid at least 180. He's going 180? to get paid at least 180. Yes, bro. You got to remember, wow. the, the salary cap is going up every year. The team's going to afford it. They can afford it. Mm. He can make his demands, especially, especially if Buffalo goes, I don't know, 15 and 2 this year or something like that. Because I, I think it's like an odd number of games played this year. Uh, yeah, 17. Yeah, so if he goes like 15 and 2 or something like that, or 14 and whatever, come on, bro. It, it, it's hard to argue against that. because if Wait, hold on. I got a question. I, I got a question. Um, you think Allen deserves it more than Lamar? No. I no? Okay. I think, I personally think, and this is just me, because like I said, if you're giving Zach Prescott 160 and you're giving mm. uh, 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 Mahomes, what, was it 200 or something? Oh, no, 400. Okay. For 10 years. 400, 450. Okay, the reason why his is so big because it's stretched out over 10 years. So Lamar is about to reset the market, bro. I am telling y'all, he is about to be filthy rich. Plus, the reason then the the main reason why I say that is he's the most out of all these quarterbacks, he has the most to lose and the most he's at he's at risk more than anybody. Because not only do people still feel like he's not a quarterback, he's a, he's a positionless player, he's not a quarterback. People still feel that way, even though the numbers don't support anything of what everybody's saying. But he's also getting over – bruh, the guy's getting 1,000 yards rushing on top of 3,000 yards passing in the season. Bruh, name any other quarterback in the league that's doing that. Just, just name him. Just be honest. No matter how you feel about him, what other quarterback in the league is doing what he's doing? There's only one other quarterback I think even can do that, and he's not going to do that either. That's Deshaun Watson. There's no other quarterback in the league. What about well, Kyler Murray? Yeah, Kyler Murray, and maybe uh, what's the guy's name for the Chargers? Herbert. Herbert. Maybe Herbert can do it because Herbert got some wheels. He can actually run. But I'm what I'm probably saying put is, Joe Burrow in there. Nah, none nah. of those guys. None of those quarterbacks are. As what about bad Mahomes? Bad. Mahomes can do it, but he's not agile. He's not a. He's not. He's not fleet footed like. Lamar Jackson, bro. Lamar Jackson is a high. He, they're going to pay him because he sells tickets. Like it sells out in Baltimore when he's at quarterback. And if he doesn't in Baltimore, wherever stadium he's visiting, that that game is going to be sold out. They're going to pay him like the 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 most the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Mark my words. If it doesn't happen, I'll be shocked. I'll be super shocked because, like I said, he has the most to risk. Out of everybody, he puts his body on the on the line more than any quarterback in the league. More than any quarterback, it's not even close. Think, doesn't that I, doesn't that make it a liability though? Yeah, but if has he got hurt yet? Yes, it's only a liability if he gets hurt. He got hurt. When did he get hurt? When did he miss a game? He missed the game against Pittsburgh. Divorce. He did. You give, you're game. giving me a percent, a percentage. You're giving me one percent out of ninety nine. I understand that, but when it comes down to the con, a long term contract, like I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some incidents in there as far barring injury. Oh, of course, of course, the, the teams are going to have some type of, you know, 
backloaded thing behind that's going to have some type of injury waiver there or something like that where we're only going to pay you a percentage if you get hurt. But but either way, when the when when the when the ticker comes across and it goes da 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 and all of our phones are going to be bloom, 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 it's going to say <laughs> Lamar Jackson, quarterback from the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson signs the mm-hmm. richest contract of the NFL history at the quarterback position. Watch what I, I want to make a I want to make a point though before Go everybody ahead, goes. Um, I think that Dak Prescott, his contract kind of I want to say I don't want to say mess things up for everybody else, but it's like it's it was like Oh, Flacco's contract? You think so? My point is, a, a mediocre quarterback gets paid this much now. Now the bar is set at one sixty. If it's not one sixty or more, it's, it's it's a problem. Right. It has to because that reset the market. Right. Well, technically, I mean, none of them are going to get a Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes just pretty much got a lifetime deal. That's pretty much right. what that was. We're going to pay you a lifetime deal to be a Kansas City Chief. Again, I feel like that's going to backfire. This I feel like it's starting to backfire. That's my opinion. Um, but you know, Kansas City has a, a loaded team. I just feel like anybody I can go out there and, and uh, as a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs and do what Mahomes did. That's just my opinion because it's, it's too many weapons on that team. It's way too many weapons on that team for you to for you to miss. Like, it's just too many. That's weapons. So disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. I mean, it's no shot to him. It's no shot to him. I just, I just don't. I'm, I want to see him struggle. I want to see, and I finally got it in the Super Bowl. I finally started to see. Now, granted, everybody's going to say, oh, well, he didn't have his offensive line and da-da-da. Welcome to the NFL. That's true. Because he's been pretty damn lucky. He's been pretty damn lucky his entire career in the NFL up until this year. He's had a very healthy offensive line. He had one of the best coaches in NFL history. He has Airbnb enemy, one of the best offensive minds in NFL history. He's had a lot working for him. So... Yeah, I know. I gotta see. I gotta see for another year before I before I go ahead and be on board with that. Thing. Okay, just real quick. Okay, okay. Let me ask you a question because I know we're gonna move on to the next segment. Give me the numbers for each quarterback. Right in two thousand twenty-one. No, no. I'm just saying, not not stats. I'm talking about their the contract. If they were to resign right now, what would each player get that you think? Which would how much would each player get? Hmm. We don't need a years or anything like that. Just give me a number. Okay, Lamar, one sixty-five. Oh, <laughs> Josh Allen, one sixty point oh, two. Oh. Baker Mayfield, oh, wow. one twenty. Woo, boy! You, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the NFL, the NFL is come across this video. The NFL team to see this, they're gonna hire you as somebody general manager, boy. Because you cheat, boy. You say hey, some... you cheat, boy. You say those are cheap. money. You gonna keep no white. Like you know what? I'll make it. I, I'm gonna make it where majority of the contract is fully guaranteed. Well, why would you do that? That's that's awesome. That's crazy. Why no, they'll be because they would they would be more broad decided. Because I feel like risking more, you're risking more dollars. But it's somebody I, that's understandable. But I can't I can't give them over 160. I, that's hard. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Million contract. They get 60 million guaranteed. That's all they get. Two I MVP candidates only get two million. I'll make it. I'll make it 80 million guaranteed. 80 million. Okay. Wow. 
So a hundred million is too much to guarantee. So something, something close to what Kirk Cousins got. Well, it hasn't worked. I think I jinxed Kirk Cousins because it hasn't worked out for him since I call him the next ring. But anyway, <laughs> it hasn't worked out for my boy. Damn. But I know who is the next Joe, the next Brady, Joe Burrow. <laughs> That's a guarantee right there, boy. I know you love that guy, man. I love Mr. Joe Burrow, boy. I love that guy. Uh, don't jinx him next. I can't wait to get his jersey. I'm ordering his jersey. Oh, for real? Hell yeah, man. I love Joey B. That's the mm. next great. That's the next great white hope right there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me give you a little bit of backstory of what's about to what's about to go down here. Now, oh lord, here we go. There was a video that dropped. Be sure to check it out. It was called "Is Mike Tomlin Overrated for the Pittsburgh Steelers?" Now, I know Banks has has some words for that particular that particular video since he wasn't present for that, but. Um, we ended I want to scream at you, but I'm gonna wait. But we we ended up we ended up bringing it. We ended up breaking the comparison between Mike Tomlin and Marvin Lewis. Now, me personally, and there was another person that agreed with me. I'm not gonna mention his name. Uh, oh no 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 no! Who's that person? <laughs> okay, so me and Quinte. I feel like Quinte. Oh God! Why are we oh, using oh. Quinte as reference, bro? <laughs> Shout out to my boy Quinte. That's my guy. But Quinte. I'm gonna get on his ass in a minute too. Don't worry. So uh me and Quinte, we're in an agreement that we feel like Marvin Lewis is a way better coach than Mike Tomlin. Oh. Now I know a lot of people like G Money and Banks, and I did see Vaughn end up commenting on the post too. I was about to get in on Vaughn, but I said I'm gonna go and save my breath till I get Shout to out my boy Vaughn, man. Shout till out to Vaughn. Till I get yeah. to the pod. But let's not I, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna start it off with this and I'm gonna just go ahead and let Banks do his thing. But I feel like people are just reading too much into that to that one Super Bowl winner that Mike Tomlin ends up having. Oh, but go ahead, Banks. But he's been to two though, so that I mean that's. But he lost. But wait, it don't mean nothing if he if he didn't win. But Banks, Banks, let me right, go first. So, I know you want to go in. Let, let me go. go ahead, bro. Go, go, go ahead. Because I know you want to go in. Let me go first. Bro, okay. this is crazy. So first of all, Marvin Lewis has been a, a head coach longer than Mike Tomlin, and has a ha, lost way more games than him. And then he went to the playoffs seven times and didn't win each time. How can you say that Mike Tomlin is overrated when he, when he, every year his team doesn't have a losing record? Every year his team is either in the playoffs or just missed the playoffs. Mike Tomlin doesn't even have a job. Like, what, how can you say that? You cannot go 0 and 7 in the playoffs and be called a great coach. Stop, 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 bro. Stop. Look at his Mike face. Tomlin, right I, don't, right I don't know why you feel Mike Tomlin is overrated, but he is not overrated. He, there's a reason why he still. You think you think Pittsburgh is going to keep a, a sorry coach? They don't. They they get rid of people. They're very cutthroat. This man is a leader of men. Mike Tomlin is is unemployed. He is not better than Mike Tomlin. Stop it. I don't know. You cannot go zero for seven in the playoffs and be better and be a good coach. No. He he needs another chance in the league. He does, but not at the head coach. He needs to be an offense or a defensive coordinator or something or linebackers coach or something. But Mike Mike sorry Marvin Lewis as a head coach does not work. That's why he's not in the NFL, because he's not a good head coach. He needs to humble himself and be a coordinator to come back in the league. He's not a head coach. Stop it. Stop. Stop. But go ahead, Bates. I'm done. Well, it sounds a lot like LeBron James, man. You can't go to the finals 10 times on the way. But anyway. Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. You can have it. I'm, I'm not even about LeBron tonight. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's me being toxic, bro. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I know somebody on Facebook is watching this right now, asking all these damn questions. Yes, I said that about LeBron. I love LeBron. Shout out LeBron James, man. But anyway, woo! I can't believe my brother stuck his foot in his mouth like that, man. That was terrible. I wish I would have been around when you said that silly-ass statement. And you and Quinte, I am sick and tired of you and Quinte agreeing on every topic. I don't know what you two got going on, this little romance that you two got going on, but it needs to stop. Because both of y'all ass, and Quinte, I know you're watching this, both of y'all are completely wrong. You're wrong, 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 and you know it. When you know better, you do better. And at the end of the day, there's only one person that's doing better in this situation. And that's Mike Tomlin. Why? Because he still has a job in the NFL. And if and if his owner, now I'll be honest with you, I think Mike Tomlin has a little bit more luck because he ha- he works for an organization that really doesn't believe in firing a head coach. They're going right. to stick behind their head coach hundred percent of the way. That's just how that's just the Rooney way. They're all about equal rights and employment. We know they're they the Rooney rule all that. Class, right. Class. They're a class act organization. They're not going to disrespect and walk over Mike Tomlin that way. They're not going to do it. And you can also say the same thing about the Bengals with, with, with their ownership. They gave Marvin Lewis, at one point, people were saying Marvin Lewis was sleeping around with the daughter or something like that because, you know, it, it was just, people just couldn't believe he still had a job. And, and, and it's, listen, by saying Mike Tomlin is better than Marvin Lewis, it's not taking away credibility from Marvin Lewis. He right. is a hell of a coach. I will give you that. He coaches very well. All right. He does deserve op- opposite of what I believe in G Money. He does will deserve a second chance in the NFL as a head coach at some point. But we can also right. say that about a lot of the head coaches, like Jim Caldwell. Where is he at right now? All he did was take Detroit to the super to the playoffs, and he got fired for doing that. So if we're going to talk about anybody deserving the right to be coaching the NFL, I think Jim Caldwell deserves it more than anybody. Because at least Jim Caldwell gave you, you know, some good results in such a short time frame and uh and they both were two terrible organizations with detroit and the Bengals. they're both terrible ass organizations at the time of these guys coaching them they brought them out of a bad period i'll give marvin lewis the respect for that he he created the culture in cincinnati he brought in a winning attitude cincinnati should be forever and grateful for what this guy did for that organization but at the end of the day you play to win the game in the great words of the great legend, Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. And at the end of the day, where it matters most, he did, he did not produce. He's 0-7 in the playoffs. I don't care what happened. Yes, he was on the shit end of the sting a lot of those games in terms of Carson Palmer's injury two or three times, which is bad luck. You know, he had some players, Vontez Burfick and Pat-Man Jones, lose their shit on the, on the field. It cost him games. I, I totally get it. But when it all said and done, when Mike Tomlin is out there coaching, he he's effective. The team rallies behind him. They show up for him. Mike Tomlin is a Super Bowl head coach. Whether you want to believe it or not, he's a Super Bowl head coach. And we can say that because the proof is in the pudding. He's been in the Super Bowl twice. He's won one and he's lost one. And to be honest, that Super Bowl they lost against Green Bay, the Steelers could have won that game. They could have won that game. It's just Aaron Rodgers played out of his damn – Aaron Rodgers played out of his mind. Banks, make sure right. you're here on Saturday. I will definitely be here on Saturday, brother. Well, let me go in again before before Vore goes in because I know he wants to go in. Uh, he's going to say – he says the same thing. He took Bill Cowers to – who cares, bro? He made it to the Super Bowl. This man is 0-7 in the playoffs. 
regardless of how you feel, if you are if you go to the playoffs and you don't win seven times, you're not a good coach, or you're not you weren't as good at that time. So stop it. I don't want to hear the he took a Bill Coward team. Stop, stop, stop. You're 0-7 in the playoffs. Marvin Lewis is not better than Mike Tyler. Stop it. Just stop. Right. Well, go ahead, boy. Go ahead. Now, first things first. Uh, let's 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 go ahead and touch on Mike Tomlin real quick, right? So, Mike Tomlin, he came in and took over the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2007. First year, he went ten and six. Now, the year prior to that, Bill Bill Cowher's team they went eight and eight. And the year prior to that, 2005, they won a Super Bowl. I looked at that defense. And there's nothing but Hall of Famers on that defense. So what? That's not you can't. That, I can. A, I can. Oh my I can. God! I can't believe you're I going can. to knock him for his job. He's doing his job. What did he do? What he supposed to do? Lose? Can I finish? Can I please? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Can I please finish? I can't believe you about to use that as an excuse. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm myself on you. Go ahead, bro. But nah, G money, because I want I want to ask you this question. Do you, so, do you think Tyron Lue is a good coach? Because since he won the championship, yes, I think he's a good coach. Not just because the championship, but I just think he's a good coach in general. Okay, so I'm gonna just read some of these players that were on this roster uh, when Mike Tomlin won the Super Bowl: James Ferrier, Troy Polamalu, Ike Taylor, one Hall of Famer, one Hall of Famer, Joey Porter. James Next. Harrison. Next. Brent Kiesel. Next. What you mean next? These are all Hall of Fame players. No, the only one there. The only one Hall of Fame player there is Paul Was Troy Palomalu. Everybody else is a Ring of Honor guy. Okay, ring, ring of Honor guy, Pro yeah. Bowlers, yeah. whatever whatever you want to say. But these are some all these are some star caliber players on your defense. So now going to Marvin Lewis's rookie season as an NFL coach. That would be 2003. The year prior, which is 2002, he, the Cincinnati Bengals were 2-14. and 14. Mm-hmm. He took them to an 8-8 eight eight season in 2003. And Great. then four straight seasons. They won six more games. They won six more games. Now, you want to talk about – you talked about how the the Roonies, there are class – the class family as far as the Pittsburgh Steelers organization that is, is concerned. That is facts. Okay, so with that being said, when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, because of the fact that I feel like since they are so lenient with Mike Tomlin, I feel like if Mike Thomas was was, was a head coach of another team, he would have got fired. Because I see constant ow, eight and ow. eight. I see constant <laughs> eight and eight on Mike Tomlin's resume as far as as far as his record with the Pittsburgh. Constant Steelers. eight and eight. Oh my god! I see constant eight and eight. I see constant eight and eight. So. And also, with that being said, Marvin Lewis beat Mike Tomlin quite a few times in his tenure with the Cincinnati Bengals too, as well. And let me not bring, let me not forget the the situation with that we me and Quinte brought up the in the last in the last pod about Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell's contract situation, the way he handled that particular situation, not very what well. What is he supposed to do? What is he supposed to do? If he's the player's they, coach, he's supposed to find the out the problem. They left the team, and the team was still relevant and still good. So no, they weren't. The no, no, they weren't. Hey, hold on, hold on, yo. Where is Le'Veon Bell now? Is Le'Veon Bell is he, is he on the team? Is he productive? Wait a minute. Since he left oh, the Steelers, has he been oh, good? Okay, has he been good? This? Yes or no? How about okay, this? 
How about this? Since 2011, where have the Pittsburgh Steelers been? Okay, can I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I want that's that's exactly what I want to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Um, since, okay, you said since 2011, right? Yes, since All right, 2011. 8 and 8, 12, 12, 8 and 8, 13, 14, 11 and 5, 15, 10 and 6, 16, 11 and 5, 17, 13 and 3, 18, 9 and 6, 19, 8 and 8, 2020, 12 and 4. What are you talking about? Where are the Super Bowl at? What are you talking about? But what are you talking about? Okay, where's Marvin Lewis at? Listen. Listen, look, look at, listen to the teams that he lost oh, to in the playoffs. Look at these matter. teams: it don't Baltimore matter. Ravens, Denver Broncos. Listen and listen, listen to where they lost at: Baltimore Ravens in 2014 AFC Wild Card game, Denver Broncos AFC Divisional game, New England Patriots AFC Championship game, Jacksonville Jaguars AFC Divisional game, Cleveland Browns AFC Wild Card game. What has has Marvin Lewis even sniffed anything close to that? Can I? As far as talent wise is concerned, as far as talent wise is concerned, I'm think I'm swaying the pendulum to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Easy. But how is that? Your job is to produce and and bring the best players in for your organization that fit your scheme. What you're saying is the only that is reason- agreed. That is agreed. But yet there has been a player that has came out and said something positive about Mike Tomlin. Hasn't happened yet. Everybody well, does. They love no, Mike Tomlin. No, no, no. There's only two people that you Wait, can mention. Tell me. You're talking about the two most disgruntled people ever. Ooh, you're talking about Lady on Bell. You're talking about Lady on Bell. And Wait, Tom Wait, can I ask something? Can I ask something? Can I ask something? What has Le'Veon Bell done since he left Pittsburgh? Give me the stats. What has, what has Antonio he done? Brown done? What has he done? What, what, has, what has he done it since does, he left Pittsburgh? It doesn't Pittsburgh? matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, my it God. It does matter. Bro. Oh, my God. Okay. Right. It does not matter. Why, why? Ask another question. Why doesn't Marvin Lewis have a job? Explain that to me. If he's such a great <laughs> coach, why doesn't he have a job? Because the players don't like him. Okay, let's let's think Facts. about this for a second. That, here's another thing. There is nobody that, ha- as far as coaching staff under Mike Tomlin, has gone on and been a head coach. None of nobody. Is that, what, what does that matter, bro? And what, what you mean? What does it matter? We talk hey, about listen. we talk about Marvin Lewis. You got Mike Zimmer. You got Hugh Jackson. You got um, what's his name? Damn, black dude. Oh man, he was he was with the Arizona Cardinals as the defensive coordinator. He ended up getting fired. Oh my oh, goodness! Oh wow, they all and all those players you all those coaches you name. What they all have in common right now? Hey, for you to be able to be able to be a candidate for be a head coach is a big deal. <sighs> but you still haven't you haven't named anybody from Mike Tomlin's tree. That I don't has want been to a, because I don't care about the argument. The you, argument is not. You don't have against, to. The argument is not. Marvin Lewis, what Marvin Lewis has produced in terms of his coaching tree and all that stuff. That's great. Those are all great things. Kudos to those guys. That's great job. But what have they even won? They don't need to win anything. They have oh, oh, just wow. like the head coach. So the head coach don't have to win anything, or they don't have to win anything either. But guess what? They can still be better than Mike Tomlin, who has won something. I'm out. I'm out. 
want something, want something with a Bill Cowher team. You literally won a Super Bowl two years after Bill Cowher left the team with the same players. But, but meanwhile, this guy, players. your guy is zero and seven in the playoffs. That's but that's okay. That's the okay. Same team. But take the same team. With the same team, it's not the same team playing in the same division as Mike Tomlin, and, and then you, and then for- and then you turn around and we talk about the history of the Cincinnati Bengals. There were no, there were Cincinnati Bengals were non-existent until but Mike before, Tomlin. We, we've already Marvin we've Lewis already agreed with you on that point. Okay, we then. Have, we agree so, with you on that. So that weighs that. heavy. The Bengals were shit. They, okay. okay, then. So but that what weighs, weighs more heavier. heavier. What okay, weighs okay. more heavier? So that's back then. Why doesn't Marvin Lewis have a job now? Why doesn't he have a job now? If he's such a great coach, why is he unemployed? Don't you got a black person as your profile picture? You do the math on that. But with that being said, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Mike Tom, oh my god, he threw the race car, bro. He threw the race car. Bro. You can't argue with that, man. He threw the race car out there, man. <laughs> nothing about him not, you know, being not, not nothing about him being a, a, not a, a likable head coach at all. Because do you remember the relationship that he had with Baker Mayfield? And how he called he he said Baker Mayfield wasn't even a good was, quarterback. That was Huey. That was Huey. That was Huey. Okay, but he was also a part of it. He made comments about him as well. He was the offensive coordinator. That wouldn't that well Baker oh, Mayfield ain't that good of a quarterback. Coordinator or he ain't a good quarterback. I don't think like he's that. a good quarterback. I already told you how I felt about how much he's get getting paid. I already told you that. So if we had agreed, you would agree with me. You don't think he's a good quarterback either. I said Baker Mayfield. I said Baker Mayfield needs to prove himself. I don't feel like the Cleveland Browns are going to make the playoffs this year. That's just me because I'm not going to get overhyped for one season of productivity like Xavier Howard. But anyway, mm. <laughs> I need to see consistency. For me, oh, wow. there you go. <laughs> co- your consistency says everything about you to me. It says everything. Consistency is oh. the reason why Mike Tomlin is still a head coach in the NFL. Whether you like it or not, whether Rooney's the Rooney's are behind or whatever the case may be, at the end of the day, this guy is being paid to do one thing, and that's what he keeps doing. No matter what, lose. his team is lose winning. Losing lose the playoffs. He just gave lose. you. He just gave you. He just gave you the standings. The last. You know last what? Hey, what do you mean? Hey, lose? I must. Hey, I cannot wait. I cannot wait until this season starts. And we move forward from the Ben Roethlisberger era because y'all gonna be eating y'all words, and I'm gonna clip this right now because I I, I cannot wait until that moment happens. Oh, we're gonna see when that happens, but we will right now. We will right now. Listen, one we will. One thing I want to leave you with because I know we're getting ready to shut down soon. One note I want to leave you with and Quinte with. Marvin Lewis's record is what in the playoffs. He hasn't won a game. Okay. What's his record, seven. though? Just what's his record? Like 0 and 7. Okay. 0 and 7. Got it. Want to know what Mike Tomlin's re- record it. in the playoffs is? What is it? 8 and 8. So he has enough to eight give, and him, eight. Oh, okay. he can eight give and him 7 eight. victories and still eight have and a better record. 8 and 8. But you. I, That's 50%. 8 That's 50%. and 8. 8 and 8. That's not good enough. How? That's a winning record. Because if, if, if memory, if memory serves me correct, zero percent is better than fifty percent. Hey, if you're in the playoffs, <laughs> if you're not winning the championship, what difference does it make? So good point. Oh good point. But at least you, at least, <laughs> at least you're advancing to get there. We're Which not going there advancing. to get our ass If you're not in the out. Super Bowl, it don't matter. Oh, I don't want to hear that. You're advancing. We're if not going there to get that. put out the next game. We're not getting. We're not getting the best record in the league. Every year, almost, and just and to lose. get blown out and lose. <laughs> we're, but we're you're not, losing regardless. You're not going to the Super Bowl. You're bouncing out anyway. But like I keep telling you, at the end of the day, 
since 2011 haven't went back to the Super Bowl. So the greatness of Mike Tomlin, like you guys keep on saying, yeah, but where you're is, making it seem like they're going back that? to the Super Bowl. Where is, is the that? Ever thing? since, ever since that veteran team has left the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers have been right irrelevant. Now. Think about what you're saying right now. Who has won the most Super Bowls since 2011? <gasps> the Patriots. So you act like that's an easy thing to, to to go up against. He had to go up against the Patriots majority of those years, but that's not. The same thing happened to Peyton Manning. Everybody called Peyton Manning the greatest quarterback ever. And I don't think he is. There was a thing called Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots. Oh, so, so basically what you're saying is the Pittsburgh the Pittsburgh Steelers only go to the playoffs when Tom Brady's hurt or they end up yeah, losing that's to anybody. another team. That's no, anybody in the AFC. No, 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 that's no, anybody. no, no. 2011. Was, wasn't Tom Brady hurt in 2011? Once, once you bounce wasn't the he hurt in 2011? Once, listen, I'm going <laughs> to throw this. I'm going to throw this nugget right back in your face because it's a valid point. Once you bounce the Patriots out the playoffs, you get a little bit more cockier. I.e. Ryan Tannehill. When they bounced the New England Patriots out the playoffs, it seemed like the it seemed like the Tennessee Titans got to play a lot more confident, didn't they? The Kansas City Chiefs, when they bounced the New England Patriots out the playoffs, it seemed like they got a lot more cockier, didn't they? They ain't bounce the pages out the playoffs. The- Whoa, they ain't bounce the big, big, big pages out the playoffs. That's a title only for Ryan Tannehill. And he's sitting at the podium by himself. Got it. And guess where else? <laughs> well, guess what podium he's also sitting at? And Man. losing podium as well. Because you can try to throw that around all you want to. At the end of the day, the guy who holds the crown is Tom Brady with seven Super Bowl victories. Seven. That's nice. But hey, at the end of the day, like I said, only time Mike Tomlin ended up going to the Super Bowl, the two times that he went to the Super Bowl was when the New England Patriots got bounced out by a different team. Right. But then, again, you're bouncing the best team over the last two decades, bruh. Like the did, they had, didn't bounce that team. But what the, the point I'm making is, DeVore, you're taking out the best team every year for the last two decades. For the last 20 years, the New England Patriots have been a constant in the playoffs or the Super Bowl. And all that doesn't matter. All you have to say is zero and seven in the playoffs. That's it. That's the whole point. I, I, you can't be a great head coach if you don't win at all. Uh, I'm going to leave it at this, G Money. If you put Tomlin in Cincinnati, would he be 0 and 7 just like Mike Marvin Lewis? No, I don't think Should've, so. Should have, could have, would have. Ain't no nothing. Ain't no nothing. Ain't no nothing. Ain't no nothing. You look God, at that team, Tom, the team he won a Super Bowl with, all those veterans on that, on that roster. And then you turn around and you want to talk about from 2012 and all the way up until now, we have came up short. I picked the perfect co-host for this show. I swear to God, I picked it. You're the perfect. You fit this and position. Yeah, Marvin Lewis this doesn't role. have a job. Perfectly fine, bro. This is your thing. I just want you to know that. This is what you should be doing for the rest of your life. Because that shit you're talking about right now makes no sense right now. You and Quinte, y'all going to see At it all. on Saturday <laughs> for part three of this. Because I'm not done with y'all asses. Part three, Saturday, I will make sure. Well, let me not put my foot in my mouth. But I think I'll be here Saturday <laughs> to, to get on y'all ass. One last Yeah, because get the Quinte ass as well, yeah. <laughs> one final point I want to leave DeVore with before we bounce. Guess what Mike Tomlin's head coaching record is? Hmm. <gasps> what is DeVore, it? guess what? It's 145 and 78. That's a 65% win percentage in a regular season. Mm. So what is what is Marvin Lewis's? It doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? He's lost hundred and two. You gonna bring a, you gonna bring an argument to the table? Let 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 Zora know what his record is. Oh, don't worry. Well, I shout got out you. to Zora, by the way. I, I got you. I got you. Who's, 
Ooh, Zora. Hello, Zora. But I got you. I, I, I got you. Let me let me let me go ahead and oh fat checking is awesome, bro. Okay. You ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready? We're listening. Okay. Marvin Lewis, career record as an NFL head coach in a regular season. Oh, this is ugly, boy. Oh my god. He is 131 and 122. In the playoffs, he is Isn't that 500? Oh, wait a minute. Before you get to the playoffs, isn't that 500? <laughs> isn't that 500? Bro, you can't use my argument. Isn't that 500, though? You just said, you just said, you just said 500 didn't matter. Look, now it matters. It don't matter. Hey, hey, it's, it's over 500, ain't it, G-Buddy? Bro, I swear hey, to God, bro. If we want to, if we want to be, if we want to argue actual factuals, that's over 500. Oh, God, oh. bro, hey. Oh. This is so funny, man. I, listen. Wasted a whole prime that. AJ Green career. What? <laughs> Wasted his career in Cincinnati. Wasted his career in Cincinnati. Let me Stop give it. you a let me give you a history lesson real quick as far as how that whole thing transpired. Carson Palmer ended up retiring and the Cincinnati Bengals end up picking early in the first round the next year. So he had to rebuild his whole team after losing Carson Palmer and Chad Johnson, and TJ Hushmanzada, and he still was able to make the Cincinnati Bengals relevant. Listen, Marvin Lewis lost to the Houston Texans twice in the AFC wildcard game. I am done. <laughs> One of those games, I believe, is a, uh, he lost uh, to the Houston Andy Texans. Andy Dalton ended up getting hurt early uh, in the season or something like that where he ended up Houston not even playing. Texans, bro. Hey, it, it's it's all good. It is all <laughs> good. He didn't lose to the Patriots or nothing. He lost we to all lose if we ain't go to the Super Bowl in your eyes. Listen, there's nothing. Listen. I don't see it. Oh, look, oh, 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 one point, one point. He's also <laughs> lost two playoff games to the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> oh, God. We're not even going to go into details <laughs> of how we end up losing one of those games. To be honest with you, because the Pittsburgh Steelers were dead in the water, but we not we not gonna go on <sighs> shooting with us. Uh, final thoughts before we end up closing this thing out. <laughs> Anybody, you can have the floor, guys. I, I don't think I have anything to say. Surprisingly, I don't got nothing to say. That's nothing to say for me. That go ahead, G. Okay, I just want to say final thoughts. Um, I just want to say, Skip Bayless recently uh, put out a post. Missed LeBron. I know Banks missed LeBron in the playoffs too. They, you know, they both they're both secretly lovers of LeBron. <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. I'm just fucking. But uh, I just want to say, you know, peace and love to everybody. Everybody, just think before they do anything. Um, just I just want to always spread peace. You know, um, a lot of bad things are happening out there. Just everybody, be careful and stay safe, and you know, be happy and just live your life to the fullest. That's all. Uh, Banks, uh, could you please inform the folks at home what, what's going on with the uh, the other project with the Bye Brothers Keeper podcast? Get them hit. A lot is going on. A lot's going on right now. Uh, but right now, I, I'm actually in the all season on that show. Thanks for giving me a shot on that, bro. Uh, but my other podcast, my other show, uh, the uh, My Brothers Keeper show is uh, right now. We're on a hiatus. Right now, we finished season two. Uh, I got a lot of, I got a couple outside projects that I'm working on to try to build uh, viewership and stuff like that. Trying to really push it to the metal, um, but I'll be back around here uh, a lot more frequently now that I'm, I'm off the other show for right now. But I got a couple of events coming up. I got a uh, a Space Jam two ticket giveaway that's getting ready to go down. 
I also have a um, a parenting with a twist um, event that's happening where I'm going to bring out some parents and their kids, uh, let them sit down together and paint as a family, let the kids express themselves, whatever they want to paint on the, on the canvas, we let them do it, and just have a good family time. Uh, so that's what's going on. Um, but uh, other than that, man, final thoughts, man, just chilling, living life, enjoying life as, it, as I see fit. I'm, I'm finally in a place of happiness in my life, and I'm really, really happy with my life right now. Um, and what I'm doing and what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, I'm very thankful to all of you guys. Uh, very serious about that. I'm very thankful for y'all for holding holding the fort now while I'm in and out doing other things and stuff like that. You guys, every week, you guys are getting better and better at what you do. Shout out to my boy, Quinte. It's all love. Uh, can't wait to chat with you boys on Saturday. Shout out to Havoc. Shout out to uh, Shake, uh, G Money. Of course, you, DeVore, man. You already know you're my brother for life, man. Thank y'all. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, with that being said, uh, game two of the NBA Finals, Suns and Bucks is tomorrow evening, 8.30, if I'm not mistaken. Go Bucks. Uh, Bucks and six, obviously. Um, you can catch us this Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on our Facebook page, at Not For The Bay Podcast. Uh, you know what it is. This is the Not For The Bay Podcast. We're up out of here, man. Later, y'all. Appreciate y'all coming by. Peace.